0: Hello, and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. Have you ever experienced being in a relationship dynamic where you have all of this emotion, all of this care for somebody, and you feel like you're really falling for them or really interested in them and like really captivated by that person? But then you find yourself becoming very afraid of them catching on to the fact that you're feeling like that. Maybe feeling afraid that they'll know how much you care, or feeling afraid of showing too much emotion or expressing yourself too much in case they think that you're too into them. And if this sounds like you to any degree, you may be some sort of avoidant attachment style, either fearful avoidant or dismissive avoidant. And you may be struggling with the core wound, I am powerless. Now, this is an experience that, you know, on a conscious level, you might be like, I don't feel that way about myself. But if you find in your behaviors or in your emotions, you're like in some sort of habit or pattern of coping to avoid being this way, then you have to ask yourself, like, what are you running from? It's like, if you're trying to be, as an analogy, if you're trying to be better all the time and win people's approval all the time, and you know, then you probably feel not good enough. You're you're compensating for something. And by the same token, if you're trying to desperately avoid giving your power away by opening up or showing too much of yourself, you may be struggling with the core wound, I am powerless. So I wanna take you through in this video a little bit about Um, Where this might come from, like some of the root causes of the I am powerless core wound, how they apply to our avoidant attachment styles, and then how you can actually learn to um, recondition this wound, but also not have to feel like relationships are a power struggle, because on some level, this has a huge impact on exactly that. So the first thing you want to understand is the I am powerless core wound often has its deepest roots in childhood where you didn't feel like you had the power and ability to get your needs met, leaving you feeling this sense of overarching powerlessness in your experience or your environment. So for dismissive avoidance, often that's because they go through a lot of neglect and that can be overt neglect or it can be emotional neglect. But as a result of that, it's like you have this need, you have these sets of needs. Let's imagine it's just simply emotional neglect. And this need for emotional connection that as a little child, you're actually completely wired for. Um, And so you yearn for it, you yearn for it, but you don't know how to ask for it. You don't know why you're not getting it. It's something you yearn for, but it just, you're left with this overall, overarching feeling of powerlessness as a whole. And so that can really create this core belief. Your mind interprets that situation and stores it and goes, okay, well then I'm powerless. You're uh, as a fearful avoidant on the other hand, um, another example of how the I am powerless wound can come about is if you're exposed to chaos or things outside of your comfort zone that feel really scary and too big for you to really be able to um, handle. It's like you're, you're sort of in an environment where you're constantly biting off more than you can chew. And through chaos, through trauma, through abuse, that's a potential in different forms. You may have this sense of powerlessness to deal with protecting yourself from these things, knowing how to manage these things more effectively, knowing what to do as a result of all of this. And so as long as we have that that wound, that core imprint on our subconscious mind, what essentially happens is we associate that with pain and we don't want to return to that again. So whenever we feel something that feels familiar to that, so like as if you're avoidant, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed by my feelings here. I'm outside of my comfort zone um, in this relationship dynamic or situation, or as a DA, if you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm attaching to somebody, I feel like I might need them and I'm, I'm scared I might be neglected by them again. We get so afraid of reliving that feeling of powerlessness that we do all these interesting and sometimes chaotic things with a lot of downsides to avoid feeling like that. But often exactly the way we're coping to avoid feeling like that, um, doesn't really have a lot of positive impact on our relationships long-term. It can actually be something that leaves us feeling more powerless later on. So in some examples here, you'll see that a dismissive avoidant will avoid giving their power away, quote unquote, by avoiding sharing how they emotionally feel about somebody, by avoiding giving too much validation, by avoiding opening up, by avoiding um, really allowing an attachment to exist or take place because they may fear, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna you know, feel pain from, from attaching too deeply. And so in all of these ways that they try to avoid that closeness, you know, sometimes that creates more conflict in a relationship that then leaves them feeling powerless, or sometimes they get criticized in a relationship and they don't know how to be different or show up differently, or they don't really understand what's going on. And and so that can feel them, leave them feeling powerless again. Um, And we'll see that, you know, that can also be the way that fearful avoidance are. It's like, they get scared of being too vulnerable, both attachment cells. They're really both um, avoidant attachment cells, really can become too afraid of opening up and being vulnerable because they associate that in that vulnerability. It's of a giving power to somebody else over how they make me feel. And the reality is like nobody, because you love them, is really giving like having power over how you feel it's when you don't know how to communicate your needs or you don't know how to communicate your boundaries or you don't know how to love but also make space for yourself in a healthy way at the same time that's what's actually inducing those feelings of powerlessness so as a result of all these things by holding back by not opening up by by trying to keep yourself protected and safe you inevitably also enter in, in into a power struggle in a relationship once once an attachment bond has formed and it can be this like feeling of like who has the upper hand or you know who's more interested in the other person a secure relationship really doesn't have that a secure relationship is like two people wanting to support and care for each other and having this like healthy amount of vulnerability where there's no like who has the upper hand, but more like if something's wrong, how do we work through the struggle? And so the I am powerless core wound can really create this power struggle. And to an even more challenging degree, I would say like one of the, the worst parts of it is that sometimes when you're afraid of being powerless and you're so afraid to open up and be vulnerable and show yourself, you you inhibit your ability. It's like you, you, you bulldoze your own ability to um, communicate your feelings and your needs. And the less we're doing that, the more we have roundabout ways of trying to get our needs met. So if it's like, you know, let's pretend that I'm a fearful avoidance still. And let's pretend that uh, I have a need for validation from my partner. Let's say I'm dating this person for six months and, you know, I'm like, are they really interested in me? Like, you know, where are we at? But let's say I'm too afraid of like asking them that question because I'm like, Oh, that makes me powerless. Like I'm giving my power away to them. If I ask that first. So then guess what happens? Then we see people do things like um, try to make that person jealous to, to elicit a response, to see if they care, to then get that need met. And so we go in these like roundabout ways when we feel too afraid to go direct and that, those become forms of manipulation, right? So the powerlessness wound can lead people to end up manipulating in relationship dynamics long-term, which is also, you know, has extremely painful consequences. Um, and so you can see all these things that take place, right? We can also become terrified of admitting that we're wrong. And that's where you may see people gaslight and things like that. Now, this is not me saying that those things are okay, right? I'm not saying, oh, gaslighting is fine. Manipulation is fine. It's me trying to draw some awareness for you to understand um, how these things come about. But I want to share with you how to actually move through some of these things as well. Um, So if you see yourself in any of this, the first step is to have have compassion for yourself and understanding um, because we don't beat ourselves up into being better. (laughs) Just because we were raised in a system where we were punishment, where we were punished and rewarded, that doesn't actually, that's not actually conducive to growth. What is most conducive to growth is um, curiosity and working to inquire and understand over judge and to then come up with, you know, some compassionate strategies for accountability and growth. Because when we just beat ourselves up more, we get lost in the story of ourselves. I'm bad. I'm this. I'm that. Me, 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 me. And we go away from like actually solving for the problem. So important things to keep in mind. But anyways, um, so if you see this dynamic, you want to start reconditioning. And essentially you have this idea about yourself and it won't be conscious. Like your conscious mind will probably not be like, I am a powerless person. I feel that way, but your subconscious mind, if you pay attention, is like always coping with this and trying to avoid feeling like this at all costs. And it's afraid of reliving this. So on some level it's assuming it. And the first step is to learn to recondition. And, and, you know, I've got a lot of videos on this channel about reconditioning and reprogramming. Um, but I have a free course you can check out as well. I'll give you some steps here too in a second, but I have a free course if you want to go and do a deep dive. It actually covers all the major core wounds and it's called the Emotional Mastery and Belief Reprogramming Course. You can check it out for free um, for seven days and the link is below. And that link gives you access to all of PDFs. Um, that gives you access to all the other 55 courses we have. Um, that I've personally written and recorded and filmed and created and and had an amazing amount of help from a wonderful team that I have to produce the course and and make it interesting in terms of the the footage and all that good stuff. Um, And then there's workbooks with with all the courses. And um, I also do four live webinars a week with all of our students. You can come in, ask me questions on video. Um, We can chat or you can do it just in the typing. If you don't want to be on camera, that's totally fine. Um, So there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. We have daily community events where you can practice communicating with people. You could, you know, there's all kinds of cool stuff. So anyways, you can check it all out for free down below. But when you are um, reconditioning this, I mean, there's a whole bunch of approaches you can take to reprogramming, but one of them is just to look for proof over and over again of how you're not powerless, how you're empowered and the opposite and and the healing of the powerlessness wound. It's not to become the most powerful person in the room or to be the most powerful person in the world or to control other people. None of those are, are healthy strategies to get your power. What we're looking for is personal empowerment, power over our own emotions, power over our own ability to communicate, Um, the strength and courage that's actually quite empowering to be vulnerable, to open up, to share, the personal empowerment of knowing ourselves, knowing what we want, and then taking steps towards that in our life, not because of you know, some external societal influences, but because of this is what I'm I'm passionate about. This is what I care about. This is what I want to show up for. This is what fuels me. Um, and then creating a mission and vision on behalf of that, like these are things that create empowerment from the inside out. So really honing in on those areas of our life and also being able to set boundaries and assert ourselves in healthy ways um, leads to personal empowerment, like being honest about what's a no for you and not getting pressured into things or people pleasing, all those things are creating personal empowerment. And then from that, You can also look for proof of where you're already doing some of those things. You can look for it's repetition and emotion that reprograms. So whether you're doing that through actions and behaviors, like doing those things I just mentioned, or looking for evidence of how those things are available to you and how you do have things that are already making you personally empowered and validating that and and rinsing and repeating that validation towards self. All of those things are going to fire and wire new neural pathways, and as long as you're not buying into this old narrative and trying to cope to have power over other people and do all those things, you, you, it's like you, you pull out of that like investment into I'm powerless and trying to deal with it, and instead you. Put your energy into trying to personally empower yourself and see how you already are empowered. And the repetition and emotion of that across 21 days will be a huge step to reconditioning. Um, So anyways, I've got like a whole course just about reconditioning, all the ways you can reprogram your subconscious mind, um, lots of cool stuff. So you can check that out inside the school using the link below. And I hope this all makes sense. Um, And thank you so much for watching and for being here. And please like, share, and subscribe if you are enjoying this channel.